Welcome to Camera Shake Podcast, episode 113. The podcast where we talk about photography, videography, and anything that's got anything to do with any of that, with me, Kirsten Nuts, and Nick Kirby. And of course, if you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, then be reminded that there is a fully-fledged, fully technicolored uh, video version available over on YouTube. And as always, once you're there, if you are watching us on YouTube, then, uh, you know, hit the little bell to hit the like and the subscribe button because that will help us out a lot. If you happen to listen on audio, of course, just leave us a little comment. It's always good to see where you are when you're listening to this because, you know, we'd really like to know. So, you know, send us a message, you know, send a pigeon, all that kind of stuff. So that'd be fantastic. So where are you when you're listening to this? That's what we want to know. So get in touch. Anyway, ah, to cut a long story short, it's bloody hot. No, my back is dripping. <laughs> yes, it's mine. Right. All right, it's maybe maybe not quite that bad, but yeah, it's very very warm, very very warm. Yeah. So as we recorded, I think it's been like thirty two uh, degrees here, which in yeah, other countries is fine. But yeah, well, see, the thing is, you know, in you know, in general, you know, thirty degrees and stuff. That's you know, what what is that? Ninety five Fahrenheit, something like that. Ninety six. Something like that. Day 100, whatever, something like that. Anyway, um, it's usually fine if you live in air-conditioned environments, you know, not a problem. But over here in the UK, well, houses don't have aircon. So either you spend a day in the car, which sounds like a good idea, um, or you just... Not, not, not at today's petrol prices. <laughs> well, or you just sweat it out. That's, that's what we do. So if I look a bit shiny, <laughs> that's yeah. why. <laughs> Super shiny. Yeah. Luckily, this isn't smell-o-vision. <laughs> oh, smell a tube <laughs> nice yeah it's uh is is quite hot it's quite hot mm. but you know yeah rather unpleasant rather unpleasant and it's only going to get hotter apparently it is yeah they're, wait a minute they're suggesting they're suggesting that next week or sunday monday whatever it is has the potential to be the hottest day on record for britain yeah, which, you know, for other countries is sort of what summer is like. It's called summer. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. With the hottest, I think, what is it? The hottest, was it the hottest temperature ever measured? Something like 32 degrees or something like that? Or, or 33, something but, like that? No, like 38. All oh, right, okay. Well, that is hot. Yeah, yeah that's hot. It is hot. That's very, very hot. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a shot. It probably won't, but we'll see. Yeah, it's supposed to hit 40 degrees uh, in the south of Germany. I, I spoke to my mom earlier, so mm. they're looking forward to that. Um, and that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of, you know, that's not fun anymore at that point. And on that Monday, which is the day it will hit properly, I am, uh, I'm teaching kids all day. Oh, brilliant. Us, yeah, I know. <laughs> Isn't that going to be fantastic? <clears throat> well, hopefully there's aircon available there. No. Yeah, that's a crazy thing, actually. Not even schools are air-conditioned here. No. No, it's nuts. No. No. Crazy. Oh, well. There you go. Although you with, with, it, with today's energy prices, I think even if they were air-conditioned, they probably would have to turn the aircon off because <laughs> nobody could afford mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. keep it running anymore. Mm-hmm. You know. Totally true. So, yeah. Yeah, man, it is hot. Um, it's hot. I'm in a slightly different environment today. I'm actually in my little in my little uh, shooting space, my little studio space um, today, because I've, I've literally just finished um, a headshot session. So um, yeah, I had a client this, this evening. So just finished. That. I really, I really hope that's what it looked like when they were there as well. Yeah, that's pretty much what it looks like. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That is, that's lots literally... of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's a small space. You know, you don't need lots of stuff to make it look cluttered. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. Don't know, yeah. <laughs> You know, so, um, so yeah, yeah, it was a good session though, man. Um, it was good. I shot everything from really interesting full length portrait, um, which I thought with this one, I sort of, I gave it a little, uh, behind the scenes kind of look. So that was quite, that was quite interesting. So you could see the bottom of the roll, the floor, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you I, see like, the back- I like those shots. Yeah. You see the background, you see the strip box in the background, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah. so it was really fun. And, um, and then, you know, it's basically one of these, uh, portfolio shoots. So when you have a new actor who hasn't got anything, then, you know, I typically do sort of a portfolio shoot where I go through different looks. So they have a variety, um, you know, a variety of shots to, to use, to start with. Mm. And then from there on in, they can always build their portfolio, um, afterwards, but, you know, so yeah, that was a fun thing. So late afternoon session. So it was all right. Um, Luckily, it wasn't like at midday because oh, that would have been sweltering. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And your space can get quite hot, can't it? Uh, well, I've got, I've got everything. I had everything blocked off uh, from this morning, so you know everything. All the windows are, oh, you know, all, all the curtains have been down, and you know I've, I've made sure that I've kept it as cool as possible. But you know, it's there's only so much you can do, really. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. there is. You know, I've had a fan going, so that was all right. Uh, like, like a groupie outside or? Always, always. They literally <laughs> queue. <laughs> they queue out of my door, yeah. round the block, you know. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course they do. What else? Mm. Sorry, lager is required right now. Oh my God. Is... Yeah. <clears throat> should, we, been... should we hear that sound? Let's hear that sound. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, ah, nice. That's a bit of ASMR for you. <laughs> So our listeners are right there with us, having a drink. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, it's been busy. It's been busy. It's been, uh, it's been the second headshot session in, um, in a couple of days. So it's, it's been good, but yeah, Ooh, man. How's so it- I'm going to see it just fan my shirt. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> Uh, so how's it been for yeah, you? I, it's, it's been it's been relatively quiet actually this week. I haven't I haven't actually done a huge amount. Uh, I know how that sounds, but I haven't done a huge amount. I've actually been messing around um, with the C seventy um, a little bit and the R six mm-hmm. to uh, what's the best way to describe it? Like uh, to to do what I can to match the images up as closely as possible in yeah. camera. So on the art, so the C70, I, I, I keep that where it just is and it always is. Um, but I try to adjust some of the settings on the R6 to get the pictures slightly closer mm-hmm. um, to, to begin with. And I, I literally, I, I did that. Literally, I just put um, like a, a the color checker card um, on my table, stuck a light on it. It was just a little LED panel and just mm. s- set it up. And then using that, try to adjust the R6 to get things as close. You're not going to get the same because they're just different. Yeah. What is good is that a little while ago, the R6 firmware update had cinema gamut um, in it, which is this, what the C70 uses as well. So that's actually helped bring them closer um, anyway. Um, so I, I was just playing around with that a bit. And while I was doing that, 
so I typically, as I, I think we looked at last week, maybe the week before, um, typically use this, the X-Rite Video Passport, mm-hmm. um, which is yeah, fantastic. And it dawned on me that, you know, and, and I've thought this multiple times before, I thought this is incredibly useful. It's tiny. It goes in your pocket when you're walking around. Um, super handy if you're doing a run and gun style yep. shoot. But I find it too small at times uh-huh. to do what I want. So I actually invested this week in the larger version. <clears throat> All right. Okay, cool. All right. Which is this. So it's basically identical. It's one, got one additional large gray chip on it. Um, and I, I use that. And then on the back, it's got the old white balance, same as the passport. Mm-hmm. Now, what is interesting, give, bear in mind this is brand new. Bear in mind that the video passport is not brand new. It's quite old. It's, um, this particular one's probably two or three years old now. Yeah. Um, and it is the version by X-Rite before they were bought out by, hold on, I'll tell you exact Calibrite. Mm-hmm. And I did a little test on them. Okay. Just on the white balance card. And they're different, which I I found a little odd. So I'm going to put it down to the fact that the video pass, the passport version is old. It's probably slightly worn out, a bit dirty. Um, and it gives a different result when you're setting a custom white balance compared to the new one. Not a lot, but enough. Um, yeah, so it dawned on me. So I got that and... You know, well, does what it says. Hmm. It's great. And it's a fan. It's, it's flexible. <laughs> so right now I'm going to use it as a fan. Yeah. And that is lovely. That's really, really nice. Yeah, there you go. So that's one of the one of the things that I've been doing this week. Bit very boring, but very valuable. Right. So here's a little project um, that I've got planned for the next few days. Do you want to know what it is? Now... I could actually guess, or I could tell everybody watching and listening that we're having to re-record this <laughs> section because we had a technical glitch over at uh, K's end yep. uh, with the audio. So, yep. yeah, let me guess. Oh, I don't know, K. You tell me. What, what, <laughs> what project are you working on? Well, it's all got to do with Apple boxes. <laughs> Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> Why didn't I guess that? I know, I know. <laughs> so, Apple Boxes. Well, first of all, what's an Apple Box? <laughs> an Apple Box is basically a box that is like a multifunctional tool um, in any studio. So, you know, filmmakers have been using this since the beginning of the 20th century, I guess. Um, and uh, really, photographers, you know, found this extremely useful. So, it's, it's basically a box. Um, and you might think, well... How is that of any use? Um, but Apple boxes are uh, useful because not only can you put stuff on them, you can step on them, you can build things out of them. You know, you can make tables, um, you know, you can make platforms, you can make steps, uh, you can use them to place your model on. In fact, I remember in the, you know, the old days uh, in filmmaking, they call them the man maker. So if you have two actors and one is considerably <laughs> shorter than the other, they just put one on an Apple box and, you know, you even out the height. And, uh, you know, turn somebody into a man. I assume Tom Curie's uses these all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Apple boxes are, you know, really useful. Um, you know, just to give you a quick example, um, I shot a child actor the other day. And, um, 
you know, he was nine years old or something. And uh, of course he was rather short. So in order for me to position the background light, you know, behind him, I had a real issue because I have a really small stand, um, but that was too small and the light was too low. Um, but actually just putting it on a regular light stand was too high. So um, I had to find something to to put the small stand on top of so that I could even out uh, even out the height. Um, and again, you know, Apple Box. First thing you grab, and it's, uh, it's super useful. You see these a lot, by the way, uh, in in portrait shots, by the way. So, you know, you very often have a model sitting on them or, you know, you use them to like, put your foot on, you know. Um, so you use them as props, basically, in photographs um, a lot. But typically, they look a little bit more rustic than this brand new thing. So this is a Matthews um, Apple Box. Uh, it's brand new. It's nice and shiny. And my project for next week is going to be to rustify this thing. I'm going to make this look really old and rustic. I've never seen anything so clean. Yeah, this is this is a little too clean, isn't it? It's uncomfortably <laughs> clean. Yeah, and you know, one of the biggest problems with that, of course, is, is if you place this in a photograph as a prop, you know, as we all know, of course, you know, the eye is always going to be attracted to the brightest thing in the shot. And this is really too bright. And you don't really want it to... So gain any attention and you don't want to draw the attention of the of the viewer to the apple box it's just supposed to be a prop that's a part of the picture so it's it makes sense to just tone this down a little bit um, and to just make it look a little bit old and rustic and darken it and stuff like that so i've got some ideas as to how i'm going to do that and um i think i'm going to make a little video about that so that uh so that our viewers um, and listeners can follow along and maybe get some ideas as to how to make something look old and rusty. Rusty? Rustic. You can only do that if we get to still see all the injuries you're going to cause yourself. <laughs> likely, likely. Absolutely Definite. likely. Yeah, with my <laughs> DIY skills, you know, that shouldn't be surprising. But uh, yeah, I've got some ideas as to what I'm going to do. Um, it's going to... Yeah. DIY for you is don't injure yourself. Yeah, it's going to include some. <laughs> it's going to involve some uh, some some brute force, I think. Um, but you know, I mean, I've always, I've, I don't know, I've always been attracted to Apple Box. It's it's a really weird thing. It's it's you know, it's just a little prop, a little thing that that uh, you find in most studios. But you know, there's some little, there's some funny historical things about this. So these things have been around since the early days of filmmaking, just because they are so practical, and uh, and they come. They're basically standardized in size. And so they come in as full size. So this, you know, the thing that I'm holding up right now, that's a full size Apple box um, by a company called Matthews. Uh, and, um, and then you get them in half size called half an Apple box in quarter size um, and in an eighth size, which is usually known as a pancake. And, uh, you know, traditionally, you know, if you're basically, you know, on a movie set, usually it'd be the grip who would be handling uh, the apple boxes, you know, and the director uh, would say, you know, move this, you know, move this apple box over there, you know, or place it over here or whatever. And, uh, and then the question is like, how do you put it down? Do you put it down like this, you know, on the short end? So it, it points up like a skyscraper, mm -hmm. or do you put it on the sides like that? Or do you put it with the broad side down? You know, you could, you could orientate it in any which way. So there's been, uh, you know, there's, there's some, ter some terminology that's, that's been developed traditionally um, to clarify all of that. And this is the thing that, that always amuses me. So if you put it up tall like this, that's called New York. So it looks like a skyscraper. skyscraper. Yeah. If you put it on its side, that's known as the Chicago. Obviously. Sometimes known as the Texas, but usually the Chicago. And then if you put it on the, on the broad side down, uh, so it's 
pretty much flat. That's known as the LA. So if, you know, if somebody says like, right, you know, put the Apple box there, New York, you know what to do. Makes sense? Yeah. This is a funny little, funny little fact that always amuses me. Yeah. Anyway, so on. Apple boxes, super useful things. Um, I highly recommend, you know, uh, anybody who is into uh, into portrait photography to get hold of, of one of those, one or one or multiple of those. These, you know, in the olden days, um, I, I've seen some versions that open up, and in the olden days, they used to use those as uh, storage boxes. So you'd basically just store lots of your little yeah. bits and bobs in there. Um, in fact, you know, the reason why they called Apple boxes actually, as far as I know, anyway, doesn't really have anything to do with uh, storing apples in them. It's got to do with uh, with the fact that they come in different sizes and you just imagine it to be like an apple. You know, a full apple is a full size. You slice it in half. You know, it's half the size, so you get half an apple. And then you, you half that again, you get a quarter of an apple. And then, you know, you half that again, you get an eighth of an apple. And again, that's just known as a pancake. So very useful, very useful thing. You can build sets out of them um, as well. You can, you know, make little tables or like I said, you know, little steps or whatever. Um, super useful, you know. Um, yeah, they don't set you back a lot of money either. Um, although, well, it's in the UK, they're about this this one, Matthew's full full size album box, about 66 quid at, uh, at WEX. I guess, I mean, I guess still a lot of money. You could probably make them yourself. Yeah, you probably could. You know, if you've got a little bit of wood, woodworking skills, um, which is a huge amount to it. Which I don't have. But, you know, let's see if I have the skill to destroy these suckers. <laughs> You will. You're going to be buying a new one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is how it all went wrong. Oh, damn it. So I've, I've seen lots, lots, lots of these. Uh, um, so I, I go around antiques fairs every so often. Okay. Um, not so much last last couple of years, but, um, you know, when I do, particularly, particularly the larger ones, um, there are lots of people who sell exactly those, but older ones that are battered. Right. And, you know, rustic and whatever other word you want to put in there. Um, and I usually do them very cheap. Uh, so they're worth, if you happen to be going to one of them, uh, that kind of fair, keep an eye out. You might find a couple that you think, oh, that's cool. Didn't you at one point buy and sell German glass or something like that? Pot German pottery. Pottery, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, do you still do that? I haven't done that for a while, but uh, I tripled my money on it all. There you go. You, you, there you go. That's it. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Triple exactly. your money. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. I've still got a couple of bits knocking about that I really like. So if you take if you take those ones that you still have knocking about in, into consideration, like overall, are you in the in the plus or in the minus? Are you in the the black well, or in the red? Well, very, very. Very black. Oh, excellent. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, no, that's all good. Um, uh, oh, there's all sorts of long stories behind that, which I won't go into now because it's very, very boring for you people out there. <laughs> very, very boring. Very, very maybe, boring. Maybe one day we might, uh, we might do the same thing with old cameras, with old DSLR cameras, actually. Mm. You know, because who knows? Because uh, you know, the one bit of news that I that I've come across recently is uh, is the fact that Nikon have uh, announced that they will not be continuing with their DSLR lines. So, it's like, I mean, it shouldn't really be much of a surprise, I guess. But uh, but what they're saying is uh, they are well. 
okay, let's put it this way. A couple of months ago, Nikon announced that they're going to discontinue the the three uh, the D thirty five hundred and the D fifty six hundred line. So they're the the like the consumer um, crop sensor, you know, crop sensor um, DSLRs, and um, of course they still have a few, you know, semi professional professional um, DSLRs out there, uh, namely the D seven eighty and the D six that you know came mm. out only I guess. So a year and a half ago or something like that, maybe two years ago. Um, I think the D780 came out in twenty early 2020, if I remember correctly. Um, and so they're still going to be continuing those, um, but they're not really going to put any effort into development um, the DSLR sector anymore at all. So what they're actually going to be doing is they're going to be focusing and concentrating entirely on mirrorless. So, which, you know, again, that shouldn't really be surprising because we all know that that's, that's where it's at. Um, and strangely, Canon are still invested into the DSLRs. So, you know, interesting little thing. You know, hmm. I'm guessing that probably won't be far behind, though. Let's be realistic. Yeah, yeah. And at, it'll be one of those, and then in a few years' time, they'll, hey, we're going to make one more DSLR for you. <laughs> yeah. Bring back a bit of nostalgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be the nostalgia train. It's, it's going to happen. They'll reissue at one of them or whatever it might be. They'll do something like that. Um, because it's one of those things which people uh, look for, you know. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, it, today we still kind of look back at film cameras as they produce a particular quality that we all like. Hmm. Um, film cameras are going further and further and further away. Now DSLRs are going away and we're moving to mirrorless. Now we're going to start looking back at DSLRs like, oh yeah, they've got a, a certain quality that we really, really like that mirrorless is, uh, mirrorless doesn't. So, uh, error number two of the day is... <laughs> Well, no, no. We've got two additional errors recording this episode in one go right now. We've never uh, had we've never had this many technical issues on no? I mean, on any episode ever, ever, even since the first so, one. <laughs> so we're talking to each other over Zoom right now, but recording ourselves separately. Yeah. And Zoom just conked out for no apparent reason at, at your end, and it just kicked you out of the meeting. No reason whatsoever. And then at the same time, your D750 had an error message pop up too. So we've had an audio issue recording. We've had a D750 mirror issue and we've had a Zoom issue all in one set. It's trying, the world is trying to tell us something. <laughs> yeah. It's it, like, it, I, think, I think it's saying, it's, this is what it's saying, Kay. It's saying, stop using a DSLR and get a proper <laughs> camera. Yeah, it's, it's probably That's insane. one thing. That's one thing it's saying. Yeah. It's also saying... Stop using GarageBand and buy some proper software. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have to have a chat about that, actually. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah, because if you, you know, if you, if you recall a few episodes ago, I talked about my, my issues with Logic, um, mm, mm. which I'm still really quite upset about, actually. You know, I'm still, I'm still really quite miffed about that. That's annoying. That's, it's unacceptable, actually. Um, it really, really bloody is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so GarageBand, I mean, normally it works fine. I have no idea. What is happening here? It seemed like it was recording, but it was just your, the waveform just went like a, like a dead heartbeat, you know? Yeah. 
totally bizarre. And, you know, it works fine now. Yeah. Then Zoom comes well, out, and then my camera has a mirror issue. Oh, my God. See? Mirrorless. That's why you want to go mirrorless. None of these yep. mechanical problems. All of that being mm. said, I did pick up your D750 a couple of weeks ago. I did take a couple of shots for it, just like quick snaps. Wasn't even really paying attention. I was just snapping yeah. away for fun. And I loved it. <laughs> I loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, because I was getting, you know, uh, I felt uh, like connected to that picture that I was taking. Yeah. And I don't get that with a mirrorless camera at the moment. Or probably more specifically is that I don't get it with the R6. And I have my own little peeves with the R6 at the moment. Right. Um, with the way I, with how the images look and, you know, oh. how they feel when I'm taking it. And I don't, I'm not sold on it still. And it's a great camera. It's a fantastic camera. And I think for, you know, for most people out there, it's going to be, you'll feel fantastic using it. But for whatever reason, there's something about it mm. that I don't connect with. And it's bugging me. You know, the thing about the R6 is, is that, I mean, I've only ever actually used it um, for video. Yeah. I don't Which think is great. I, I don't think I've ever taken, I don't think I've ever taken any stills on your R6. Mm. I don't, sure. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but so if you, I mean, if you think about the R6, um, for video, it's been really quite useful and actually really quite an effective camera. Oh, super for, camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but your, your subscribe with it is really more on the stills front. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Exclusively on the stills front. Yeah. I have my own little peeves with how the, um, the video image looks on it. But that's mostly because I've got the luxury of having a C70 as well. Mm. Um, it's only when you put them side by side, it becomes apparent, the differences, and that becomes difficult, which is why, as I was saying a little earlier, why I wanted to try and balance those images a little bit better in camera. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But when you're not and you're just using that and you're just, it's fine. It's great. The image is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is like, it's always, you know, it comes back to our first episode, done is better than perfect. I think in, in some, in some instances, mm. you know, I thought about this, you know, when, um, a few weeks ago when I recorded an episode on my own and, you know, it had to be, there was no time really to do anything uh, elaborate and it had to be super quick. And so I really just used the, uh, the built-in webcam in, uh, in my iMac and of course, I mean, it worked, you know, for what it was worth. It was better than nothing, basically. And it was done, it's better than perfect was, was, was the motto in that. Um, and it was, a, you know, it's a super easy, super quick uh, way of recording something. Of course it doesn't, you know, but I mean, obviously when you think of it from a visual perspective and you compare it to what we've recorded in the past, of course it's not, it's nowhere, nowhere near any of that. But at the time for this particular purpose, um, it was, you know, it was definitely better than, than not doing anything. So, mm. you know, so from that perspective, um, you know, it worked quite well. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to, you know, I wouldn't want to use the, the webcam to, you know, to record these sort of episodes uh, in no, the future, obviously. And, 
and and we did a couple of episodes where when you were in Germany stuck there. Yes, correct. We we decided that we'd just do webcam style and just get it done, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I used the webcam built in on my iMac uh on my MacBook. Oh yeah, correct. And mm. it was fine. Yeah. It was all right. As soon as you took the light away, the key light that I put on myself, it was shockingly bad. <laughs> it cannot handle any kind of low light situation at all, yeah. which I guess is understandable, right? But as soon as that light went on, it looked great. So, I mean, um, you know, we, we, we may have to do that again, of course, more or less, uh, because I'm, I'm about to go to Germany in a few weeks' time, you know, again. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. But, but this time, you know, I've already been thinking about how I can, you know, how I can you know, pack light and, uh, and, and enhance the production value of those episodes. Can, can you, uh, uh, capture the Fuji as a webcam on your laptop? No, you can't capture it as a webcam, but, um, I can of course record, you know, externally, like, just like I do on the, um, with the D750 now, the only difference is going to be that the the maximum recording time is 12 minutes, I think, on it, or something, or 15 no, I'm minutes. Not, I'm, I'm, I refuse. Sorry. <laughs> something like that. I mean, you know, it may very well be that I take my D750 with me um, to Germany. I might do. You know, I don't know. Well, yet. that I know you can connect as a webcam. No, the D750 you can't. Um, I think it's from the D850 onwards. As far you, as I've you can you can with. Uh, I'll put it, I know someone that does do it with the D seventy two hundred. Oh, really? Okay. Which is which is the uh, crop? Um, so I'm you must be able to now with the. I mean, okay. If I mean, if there's like so an extra device that you could put in the middle, then yeah, you can probably. I yeah, I, I mean, you yeah. can get capture cards for. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. If you had 20, twenty quid, right? Um, yeah, exactly. I would. I would do that. Hmm. That's well, Andy, and the image will be all oh, right. It's still a Zoom image. Maybe we don't even record ourselves. We we'll just do record the Zoom, and that's that. Which is what we did before, I think. If I remember, that's what rightly. we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's fine. We could, um, yeah, could do. We'll see. Yeah. Um, you know, that's an just. Uh, yeah, while we're talking about all of that, it's probably worth mentioning audio and how. Let's just say the video mic go pro two. Is that what they call they call it? Oh, the video mic go two. Yeah. Video mic go two. Yeah. I always get the name wrong. Hmm. Is I think the upshot is now having used it in a couple of scenarios, a couple of three different scenarios, is using it in this circumstance that we're doing right now, so I can hear your zoom audio but yeah. you're recording your audio separately with a different mic. Yeah. Is perfect. Yeah. It so, really, really, really enhances the audio for Zoom. Yeah. So we However, said, yeah. Go on. Well, we, we realized that at the beginning of this of this Zoom call, actually, was, uh, you know, that the, the built-in mic um, in my MacBook Pro really, you know, didn't actually sound that great. And the minute I, I plucked in the, uh, the video mic Go 2, um, it really enhanced the sound quality, you know. Yeah. And of course, what you're seeing, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, by the way, what you're seeing in front of me is, uh, is of course, is the actual mic that I'm recording the audio with that you are listening to. Um, but for the purpose of of the conversation that Nick and me are having via Zoom, um, that's that's uh, recorded with a with a separate mic, yeah. which um, 
you know, if you're, if you want to know, if you're watching this on YouTube, I can hold it up here. So that's, as you can see, the video mic, the road video mic go to, and it's on a little tripod and just simply sits on, well, on my laptop, basically. Wherever you want, right? And, you know, if you've got that nice and close to you, like on a normal Zoom call, it you you just have it close. It's it's fine. It sounds really good for that scenario. Yeah. What it's not so good at is producing polished audio that we would want for a podcast. Um, yeah. I was disappointed with the sound quality that it, it came up with. Now, that being said, that's partly because we're a bit spoiled uh, with <sighs> some of the mic selections yeah. that we, we have, right? Absolutely. Um, so in lots of instances, the, the video mic too might be quite a, an upgrade and well, will it, actually sound really quite good. Yeah, I think you always have to bear in mind that it's, you know, you, if your starting point is really low, like for instance, you know, the mic, um, the built-in mic in my 2012 MacBook Pro, you know, <laughs> that is basically, I mean, that sounds, you know, I mean, you can have a Zoom, you, have, you can have a Zoom conversation yeah. on it. It's not a problem, you know, it's fine for that. Um, but of course, using an external mic like the the uh, the video mic go to, that will be a massive enhancement in terms of sound already. So it will sound better. You know, is it going to sound as good as a studio mic? Well, no, it won't. You know, and uh, and of course, when I did the the solo episode um, a few weeks ago, I used the video mic go go to for the for the main audio for that. Um, you know, and I was the thing was when I was listening back to it. It seemed like on the, here's a funny thing. When I listened to the, old, uh, the the YouTube version of it, um, I actually thought, okay, well, yeah, this sounds acceptable. You know, it's, of course it's not as good as any other mic, but it was acceptable. But when I listened to the, uh, the audio podcast, I really thought, well, no, it's not actually, it's really not going to cut it. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's, I think it's because when you're, when you're watching the YouTube video, of course, part of your senses are taking in the imagery. And yeah. so you're maybe a little bit more forgiving when it comes to the audio, you know, or because you're seeing the image as well, so it makes sense. But when you're in the car, or I was in the car anyway, when I was listening, I was sort of checking the audio version of it. Um, I immediately thought, no, it's not, that doesn't sound as good as, as our other no. episodes. It was, it was a marked difference, you know, in, in my head. So I kind of thought, well, okay. Uh, okay. So if I ever do this again, because of course this was like a, a bit of an experiment, but if, if we were ever in a, in a situation where, you know, I had to do that again, then I would definitely go through the effort of, you know, using a different mic and running that through like garage bed or whatever else. Just, yeah, you know, yeah. just, um, because, because obviously from an audio perspective, you know, for those listeners, um, listening to the audio version of this, it really does make a difference as to whether I'm talking into a webcam or not. All they're hearing is actually just, just the audio, you know. So yeah. So uh, so does that really does make a difference whether we're using like mirrorless cameras or a C70 or whatever, you know, or webcam to record the image? Because well, it doesn't apply. <laughs> yeah. So. So, I mean, it was, a, it was an interesting thing. So if you did, you know, maybe just, you know, we just asked the question, you know, if you did listen to that episode, um, and I can't remember, was it uh, episode 110 maybe or something like that? Something like that. A few weeks ago, I, were, I was talking about uh, whether hobby photographers should charge for their work. I think that was the episode. Um, you know, if you've listened to that, did you notice um, a difference in the audio quality? Uh, did it annoy you? Did you not notice it at all? You know, let me know uh, because again, from our perspective, that's that's really uh, that'd be well worth knowing. But yeah, yeah um, you know, with all the technical issues that we've had in if we go in this episode, I'd be surprised if we make it through to mm. the end. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. 
And the, the other thing is, is if you did notice a difference, do you even care? Yeah. yeah. Did it, do, I mean, do, that's, do you care? <laughs> exactly. That's the, that's the thing. I mean, you know, I always think it's, you know, it's quite amusing when you look back to like early episodes, like the first, the first 10 episodes or something, you know, when, when we didn't really know, but we did the best that we could at the time, you know, but we didn't really know what we we're doing. Um, and they sound and look, of course, completely different to what, you know, uh, what things sound like you know, now. I, I, I fought back on this a few times because our, you know, our, our, you know, our general skills of, over everything has obviously improved as everybody's does day by day, week on week, year on year. But I, I think we are more focused on the content that we were doing rather than, you know, we thought, right, that'll, that's, that's good enough for the picture. That's good enough for the audio. Let's, what, what are we actually talking about? Mm. What are we getting, trying to convey? And really focused on not shitting ourselves talking in front of a camera <laughs> when we're so yeah. used to being behind it, right? Yeah, it's yeah, that, that I think we're so focused on doing that stuff that the rest of it was secondary because ultimately mm. the most important thing about all of this has to be what's being spoken about. It has to be. Image yeah. and audio has to come second to that. Secondary for me is still audio quality. Mm. And the third will always be the picture. And that's that's yeah. my kind of the priority order, if you like, of what what what, what we do. Yeah, and I think the you know the, the truth of it is, of course, you know, us being a, this being a podcast, of course, you know, the vast majority of listeners are listening to to the audio version. You can see that if you compare I mean we can see that if you compare the statistics, for yeah. example. Yeah. Um, your, you know, the thing is, is that your, your eyes are more forgiving. Um, your ears do get used to sounds and the way something sounds, but, uh, your eyes also get used to the way something looks, but they do it far quicker than your ears do. Yeah. Far, far quicker. And so if the audio is crap and it doesn't sound great and you sound really distant, or, you know, like loads of room sound in there, mm. then you're not going to enjoy that. Whereas if the image, even if the images are a bit blurry or the image is not well lit, but you're there, which is why you can still get away with doing a phone video, yeah. then you'll be all right with that. You'll still get away with it fine because the audio quality is still good. Yeah. That, and that, that's why for me it has to go in order, content, audio, video. If you nail them all, Winner. But if yeah, you have sure. to let something go, let the video go. Yeah, I mean, if you have to let two things go, let the audio go. Yeah, too. I mean, I think, you know, we always try and, you know, we, I mean, we, we've been over the, over the last couple of years or something, we've always tried to do two things. First of all, we've always tried to kind of make something look better and improve it somehow. But also at the same time, we've been trying to streamline it. Um, yeah. You know, because you Difficult remember what, to do both, right? <laughs> that's right. But, you know, we've always sort of tried try and, and do that to an extent. I remember there was a point where we got to the point where we liked the look of what we were doing, but we had three cameras and five lights. That's right. Something like that at one point, or maybe even more than five lights. So, even, you know, just setting up took an hour. Do you remember? You know, yeah, and breaking rest, everything yeah. down, you know, took another half, 45 minutes or whatever. And so the whole thing just all of a sudden became you know, much more of an act than, uh, than it was intended. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it, the benefits were sort of marginal, it's this sort of 80, 20 rule, you know, you put 
80, you know, 80% of the effort in, but you only really gain 20% um, at the end of it. And so, you know, we kind of, that's when we switched sets, for example, we thought like, well, can we do this and get something that, that looks even better with just one camera rather than three, because it means one camera, one, two lights actually, but yeah. But yeah, exactly. So, you know, so it was, you know, because the thing is like the, the minute you film with three cameras, not only do you have to set them up and, you know, make yeah. sure they're running and, you know, double check and all that kind of stuff. Um, but also, of course, then at the end of it, you've got to edit everything. Yep. So I want to stress quite how important a background light is. So that we've got the Aperture 300D here. This is what, uh, so I'm on our typical set, right? And right now it's just an LED behind me with today a pink gel. Um, but often we'd have one oversight, one pink, one blue, just for fun. And previous to that, we'd have just blue. Yeah. And to, for whatever reason today, I've decided to go pink because I think it was the light I opened first. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to turn it off and you're going to see how crap it looks in here without any kind of background light. That's what it looks like <laughs> with no background light. Now, wow. I could edit this and make it look decent i'm sure and just really dark behind me turn those lights off just have this one light on which is gridded by the way Hmm. um perhaps you know um probably increase the key light a little bit more bring down the iso a little bit more so that the background gets even darker and then we're just in this little you know what we're going to try that next time that's what we're going to do we're going to make that as dark as possible behind we're going to make us look good here okay and we're going to have we're going to go for something like that. Oh, just interesting. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Like, now, let's get, I'm let's going to put the pink it. light back on. Let's go for a dark look. So if you want to follow that, of course, if you, if you are listening to the audio version of this, then you're going to have to go over to YouTube and, uh, and check it out. And whilst you're there, why don't you just hit the like and subscribe button, you know, hit the little bell so you're notified whenever we put out new videos. <laughs> Obviously. There we go. Brilliant. So now you're, back in time, a, eh? now you're back in a studio, whilst previously, of course, you were just in your living room. How weird. <laughs> exactly right literally travel exactly right through space and time <laughs> yeah. yeah all right kirk <laughs> oh i've been i've been watching lots of star trek recently by the way have you just say oh yeah 100 percent. yeah 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 has cool. to be done all right cool well i think like, I don't care. This episode is going to be really short, but we've had to restart and redo stuff so many times. I haven't got any more energy yeah. and I'm run out of time as well. Three, three times, I think. We're going to stop and start. Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable. So apologies. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Yeah. I think it happens. I think this episode will be entitled Technical Difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what this is going to be. Smashed it. Anyway, so... I think, you know, we have, we have truly before, before my camera conks out completely and, uh, and everything breaks, you know, let's, let's wrap this up. We've come to the end of episode 113 of the camera shake podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and I hope we, uh, I hope Nick managed to cut something together that that sort of halfway makes sense. <laughs> if, I'm just going to put the errors in Yeah, with me uh, like this. I, I'm like this in half, half this of what we've recorded today. <laughs> <laughs> you should just, just, just film a blank. Just a blank plate that you could put in and <laughs> <You> just loop <laughs> like a 10 second plug. You just loop it. Anyway, uh, you know, let us know, let us know what you thought of this episode. Um, you know, did it make, did it make sense to you in the end? Uh, you know, um, 
Yeah, Please and I'm going to apologise now if there's duplicate parts in there because I haven't <laughs> cut it together very well. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, we will be back next week uh, with with Kevrotech Podcast 114, um, hopefully in a, in a slightly slightly different setting. And uh, hopefully... Yeah. Maybe it's the heat. Man, maybe it's the heat wave that makes all the technology conk out. I don't know what it is. Could be. It could be, yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway, I'm I'm surprised. And actually, no, maybe I'm not surprised that we've made it through to the end um, because, you know, that just goes to show how, you know, how professional we really are. We won't give up. Mm. That's it. Yeah, professional. Professional. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right, then. So hopefully see you next week. Uh, Tune back in next Thursday. We'll be back next week. (laughs) See you later.